Okay, so today's stuff we learn, Daf Yud Chet. No, Daf Yud Tet, my mistake. Yud Tet, sorry, sorry, I just had, had my turned to the wrong page. Today we're going to Daf Yud Tet, and yesterday's tomorrow we were discussing whether the, the first night or the, or the Bia Rishona can be performed on Shabbat. And we seem to be mashma from our Mishma that it could be. Uh, and even though it seemed to be make a chabura, that was in his kavana, we tried to look at uh, perhaps some understandings for that. Then what the Gemara seemed to do, we tried to bring a kasha. Now, what I didn't mention yesterday is what the, the nature of the kasha was, because it, it doesn't really seem like a kasha, because the kasha seemed to support the contention that the Birishona can be on, the, on Shabbat. Um, so that's why the Pnei Moshe says, the kasha was, why do I need to mashma this from the Mishnah when I seem to be able to draw from other, other, other cases? And the, what we said, the way we finished yesterday is we were said the first the first proof we tried to bring from the barrel of the grogarod of the pigs that you can take off the top of it even because you're you effectively makalka. But then we said if you're if you get come in that sort clear if you're actually trying to be constructive as a result then it would be okay. So you can't bring a proof from the grogarod similarly. Now just so just for your benefit, um, um, just for your benefit, the Rush Cirillo says, when he says, just to complete the fillings and gaps yesterday, is that what's the constructive idea? He says, you want to create a petach there, because that will enable the, um, her to fall pregnant. Why? He quotes the Gemara that before the first relationship, um, they would not be able to, she would not be able to fall pregnant. So there is a sort of constructive benefit to it. But let's try and look at the next case. So next case is um, Rav, Rav, uh, so Rav Yitzchak Bar Mesharshi. That's where we got up to. It says, ma We find that makes one can open up an abscess on Shabbat. Now that is, why is that mortar? In other words, you're opening up in order to move the, the pus or the moisture from it. And despite the fact you're making a petah, and you might think you chai mishum bone, the Rav Chaim explains, Nonetheless, it's mutar because it's what's called the malachat she'en meaning that malachat is like, if, let's say someone's digging a hole for the sand or the soil, despite the fact he's creating a hole, he's, it's, the malachat is occurring, but that wasn't the intention, that's one of, the, of what he's trying to engage in activity for. He needs the soil. So here it's malachat she'en um, in that, that your intention, despite the fact you're creating a petach for this, for this abscess, for this blister, that you are, um, your intention is really to remove the pus. Okay? And it says, I'll read you Chaim inside this important principle. Normally we say, even though it's patur, it's patur valaso. You cannot do it. You cannot do something. When come to Mathis Murtza, because it can be painful, this abscess, that's why it's mutar. How does it relate to our case? So to in our case as well, we can rely maybe on Malachat Zugufa, because he doesn't need the dam. Ella live all, he just has it, he wants to have the relationship. Why? Mean because of the mitzvah, I might be able to in this context, but the fact might be it would be mutar much like Mapis Mursa. I mean, just as there, Tsar was a rationale to matter, so to hear here by Mushu Mitzvah. How says, however, Amalei, or Mordabatra, one second, you have to read the whole case of Mafitz Mutsa. That cannot be brought as a proof. Why? 
Meaning, if your if when you open up this uh, this uh, mursa, this mursa, this this abscess of lister, you intend to create a petach at the top so it can continue draining, then that's also to do. The can as well mitkaven mechaven mechaven as well so to in this case, since you mitzkaven to make her into, if you like, a bu'ula, therefore it's like, and you want that to endure, based on the rationale, I think, based on what's said in the rush the rush earlier before, so to it's like, it's like the case of Mathis Mursa, where you mitzkaven lasot the petach. So therefore, if you mitzkaven lasot petach, you can't rely on lachashen surgufa anymore. So that's a to here too, as well. In other words, what we try to do is we try to bring the rationale first to Makalkel, and then we tried to bring the rationale of Malachish since the Gufa, and we showed that maybe they're not, maybe they're not be such good proofs. Let's continue. Tani So we see it's actually Tanaim, that really that uh, that the first opinion is you cannot, you cannot, the first bia cannot be done on Shabbat because you make Khabura. The Acharim Matirim. And the Acharim saying it's okay. Why? Amrav Yosif Barbun, Tamud Acharim. What's the reason for the Acharim? Meaning, it's what's called here Meaning, when the person's having relations, he's not his his kavan is not to injure his wife. His kavana is for relations, and this is the miskaven. Now you have to be careful here. Why? Look at Reb Chaim. It means it's Normally, if it's a davashim miskaven, but it's a psikresha, it's definitely going to happen. Even if not, even if not your intention to do that malach, it'd still be asur to do if it's a psikresha. So how do you understand the pshita of the that's a shita of the acherim that's matirit? So So he quotes the the mesechtuktubas in the Babli that actually goes into much more detail. He says it's not necessarily psikresha because there are some people that know how to have relations that won't um, make her, won't remove the betulin. So therefore, since it's not a psikresha. Then it would be that, therefore, it's uh, therefore, uh, Miskaven would be Mutar in this context. It's actually interesting that I think the Babli rejects that, but um, as, as a rationale because not everyone's not 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 everyone's bikim in that matter. Um, but again, I don't want to get too too, too distracted with the Babli. If you're interested, by the way, in, in Sakalacha, this is brought in Reish Pei, Sim Reish Pei, and um, Sif Bet, and the Mishnah Borough goes into it. We actually passed it now, Birashim, it can be done on Shabbat. And it brings a rationale for that. It, it, it adds more variables in it that's brought on Sakhtuba, so I don't want to distract us with it now. But he also quotes a Taz that's quite adamant against those and quite uh, those that, against those that are Mahmir not to. So it sounds like we can. Anyway, let's continue. Um, let's continue. Binyamin Ganzachia. Ganzachia means he came from this place called Ganzach. Um, Nafik, the Amar, and he went out and said, oh, sorry, I missed a bit. So Asi Amar Asur, Asi said it's also Asur. So what happened? Binyan Gazachi went out and started saying the name of Rav. The Rav was Matirat. Shama Shmuel, Shmuel heard the Ikbid, he got upset. Now, why did he get upset? Not because he didn't like the Psak, but rather he knew, according to Dacharedim, he knew that Rav was being Asur. He knew Shetat Rav, and this person was publicizing something, like using Rav's name incorrectly. He was lying. He was saying, you know, it's the same, the same we think, unfortunately, we have nowadays. You know, they'll say, Rav Moshe's matter when they've never opened up Rav Moshe. Right? And so, it, it, what seemed to be is that this person was saying, Oh, Rav's matter, 
And and Shmuel knew that wasn't the case. And the guy died. It's the same. Baruch Hashem, this person was uh, struck down. That it, it will not befall the tzaddik any oven, any, any, um, uh, any, oh, here. Well, in this case, any falsehood. In a sense, there's no shak, sheker that, uh, in that, that, that rubs, the, 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 the false hora'ah didn't really circulate in Rav's name. Okay. Let's get to you. Amar Shushmol Amar Kol Hal Hilchel to the Reish to Pirka Achraya Dinida Halacha Avol Alamaisa. So he referring to the halachas in Masechta Nida. There is deals with the halachas that you know after the first bia you can already toler for a number of days on that's dambatulin. He says that's all like in learning. However, Lamaisa. We don't say that. We say after Bir Rishona, she's also straight away. We don't. We don't say that. Or maybe it's done. The dumbatulu, meaning the dumb from the wound that's bleeding. We have to. We already choshesh that maybe she's a nida, and therefore lamaisa. We don't allow the first, as it says. Uh, we saw. We saw this yesterday's stuff. That the first four days that you can toil on dumbatulu and all that. So Rav Yanai Arak, afilu He said Rav Yanai would flee even from being matir at tinoket. It hasn't reached the time which can see done. So even after after Bia Rishona, that uh, with the heat always he would say that even in that case where she that you cannot rely on it being dumb the tulip, the dumb from the wood. Okay. Now here we have to fill in some blanks. Now what I think what we're going to enjoy in today's stuff is you'll see the the Afron in the Mafarshim. I personally enjoyed it, is we start citing Rishonim's references. And it's actually quite a wonderful thing because we don't have Rishonim on Yerushalmi. So when you see Rishonim discussing Yerushalmi, firstly, it gives us a level of insight that, you know, we're, we're really lacking, that we don't have Rishonim on, on Yerushalmi. And secondly, it, you see that some of the Rishonim had access to Yerushalmi as well, and you see how what they had in front of them. So here, here in this case, the, um, the, the Reb Chaim quotes the, quotes the riff. He says, the first point was, meaning, if you saw in the Tashmish Shniya, the Be'ila Shniya, do you have to be concerned? I mean, the second Be'a, do you have to be, and you see Dam, can you assume that's still Dam Betulim, Dam from the wound? Or do you have to be Choshesh? Maybe she's what's called Roya Dam Machmat Tashmish, which is a serious problem, that maybe she became a Nida as a result of having a relationship. Meaning, you understand? In other words, the question was can we still suspect or associate it with being a wound? And what happened there, this is, we don't have this in Agamara, he didn't rule regarding that. He wouldn't, he didn't pass in either way. Then it's asked, can someone do now on Shabbat? Meaning, do you have to be close she might bleed? So, for one second, the question that was posed previously was, can you be taller on the second dumb? Maybe it's dumb marker, and he didn't paskin either way. Now you want to know, in other words, perhaps maybe it could be done but to learn or not. Now you and you're asking about Bilashnia whether it can be done on Shabbat. Meaning, if we can't clarify, we have to be if it can be considered done but to learn by the second Bila, then it, then maybe if you might if you have to be choshish for it, then on, then you might be not, not be able to have do Bilashnia on Shabbat because. It might be creating, that might come from a wound in Yusuf Chabura. I read it inside in the Reb Chaim. Uh, one second. 
He says, Amrin, Kolomar, Maba Yutumine Livol Bilishni. Why even ask me? Hakiman Shalorachem, he didn't teach you Etolin Bedamaka. He didn't teach you whether you can tell the Bedamaka, meaning this if they saw the Damach Mabiashnia. Alma Mesupa Kodova, therefore he has a suffix. He wasn't sure. Because he concerned that even after the first Bia, maybe they'll still be done betulim. In Ken, if that's the case, live all Bila Shnia, if he's concerned maybe they'll be done for the second Bia, how can I pass him for you regarding Bila Shnia on Shabbat? In other words, if there's a Havimina, maybe they'll be still done betulim, maybe there'll be a Chabura. And why are you even asking me about he can do the Ashniya on Shabbat? Because it could be done from the Makkah as well. Okay? So, he, uh, so Gemara continues. So Mashri explains, no, you missed the question. The question is this, that there was a Mehefsek Tara Bentehem, meaning it's not saying there'll be a Rishon and Shniya immediately. She had Yemei Tara. She had stopped bleeding. The wound, if you like, the wounded like healed. And now he's asking, do we have to be concerned that maybe there might be shurim or something there that might create an additional wound, the Biyashni on Shabbos? So I'm going to have Shimon Bar Abba. I'm going to have Shushvinei Drav Shimon Bar Abba. Rav says he was a Shushvinei, like the groomsman of Shimon Bar Abba. And he asked for him, she ilti the Rav Alaza, Marlivol Biyashniya, the Sharalei, and he permitted it. That this is like a mashal, a pirza de a tight entrance. One can go through on Shabbat, even if it might mashal, even if it might knock out some of the, if you like, the stones on the side. In other words, since it's not, if you like, a psik resha, if there might be any remnants there, if not a psik resha, you can do bia without necessarily causing a wound. That's why bia shnir would be fine. Amri v'chagai, shushvini, I was a groomers of the Rebbe Shmuel, kaput kaya. And what am Havina Shelte and Asra Vashi for him? The Sharmine is matter as well. Shall the Reb Shmuel Bar Yitzhak, Amrali Ma'ata, Ezid Damnida, Ezid Bilam Batulim. What's this mean? After we were Chaim, he says, Velomar Yimutar, Mishum Dambit, sorry. Let me get Elam Ata, one before it. Ida Asa Bilish, if you want to say it's Asu to do Biashnia on Shabbat, Mishum de Ika, de Akati Ika, maybe this Dambatulim. Since we're noheg now, that only the first beer, as you said, that's the machmir, the oh, we can only sing the first beer is considered has done From then on, we assume it to be damnida. That's when noheg now. Therefore, you don't have to be concerned with damnitulin anymore. So therefore, be a shnia, there's no question you could do on Shabbos. Now, if we're being machmir to say we can only ride dam betulim for be a rishona, and we're saying everything after this dam, dam nida, then what you're saying is there's no concern for dam, uh, dam, for, for dam betulim past that point, because you're saying everything is dam nida, so therefore there's no concern of a wound happening on Shabbos for be a shnia. Okay, Tani. Kalosor lebeta kol shiba. In other words, we treat it like a nida after be a rishona, but also told me in a kosher bracha, all including the Harchakas as well. Debre Rebbe Lazar, my time with the Rebbe Lazar, Eliezer, Eliezer holds differently. He says, <laughs> He holds that he, it's impossible from his position that it's impossible that there wasn't also Dam Nida coming out along with Dam Betulim. And that's why he's even the more Machmishit to the Agnivadus Mikra Adinch is a Nida. Let's continue. Next halacha. I have to sorry, pick up the pace a bit. I'm going to get slower today. Rachat's Laila Berishona. 
Um, this one, what another practice he did, he's, he, he bathes. So, this is again who referred to Rabban Gamliel, right? Rabban Gamliel. And so, in other words, he was an Avil and he washed the first night that his wife had passed away. Amr al-Tamidav, his Tamidav said to him, Rabbeinu, you told us, Rabbeinu, one of the Isurim and Avil is not allowed to wash. So, Amr al-Ayni Kishar, I call Adam, I'm not like any other person, Aisten Isani, that I'm, I'm, I'm more particular. In other words, if he didn't wash, it would be a Tsar. And it seems like the Rechitza, we'll learn the Gemara, the Rechitza is one of Ta'anuk, one of pleasure, and this wasn't considered a Rechitza of Ta'anuk. So, Mantana Abel Asur, Rechitza Kosheba, who's a Tana that says the mourners can't account of Rechitza for all seven days? That's Rebbe Nata. Rebbe Ami Abel Uvdara, he had a, unfortunately, a case. For Sha'al, the Rebchia Barba, the Hori Leini, asking to him, like Rebbe Nata, that you cannot wash all Sheba. He was also an Abel. V'shale Rav Ba Bar Kohen Lagabe Rav Acha. Regards regarding Rav Acha. The Amar Le Lo Ken Al and once again, fine. The Amar Le Lo Ken Al for Rebbe. Rebbe Ami Havali Uda V'shale Rav Shlakish for Horelik Rebbe Natan Kol Shiva. In other words, what we had here, we have two incidents. One is he said he asked he uh, who did Rebbe Ami ask? The first one it says he asked he asked Rebbe Chia Bar Ba. The second incident, he said, he asked, now he's saying, but didn't you teach us, didn't you teach us, that Rebbe, that Rebbe Ami had the, had the and he asked who he asked Reish Lakish, and he passed him like Rebbe Nata. So what did he say? He says, Amar lay Dilma Tre Uvdin, why can't there be two incidents? Why couldn't he ask Hashela to do different, two different people? So Anan Amrin lay Alder Rebbe Chiyabala, but Atun Amrin lay Alder Reish Lakish. I told the incident that happened when we asked Reb Chia, and you told the incident we asked Reb Shlakish. But Od Minada, Reb Chami avoid the Reb Yoshei Havali Uvda, Sha'al the Rabban and the Asrun as well. They were asked him to do Rechitza. So Reb Yossi Baye Ilin Rabbanan, which Rabbanan is this? Is it Rabbanan Dahach or Rabbanan Dodroma? Now, where do you think if you're learning Rishalmi? This is a bit of a trick question. Rabbanan Dahacha is? Rabbanan Dodroma means the Rabbanan of the South. What's Rabbanan Dahacha if you're learning Rishalmi? You would think you say Yerushalayim, but it's not true. It's referring to Galil. I think the, the, I believe Yerushalayim was all actually compiled in the Galil. Anyway, there is the the um, the the, uh, the Reb Chaim says the Rabban and the is in the Galil anyway. Um, so in Tamer Rabban and I can understand Rabban and Nicha because they were they were of a higher standard. In Tamer the Rabban, if you think it's the Rabban of the South, Rabbi Komei Bushal If you've got the Gedolim in the North, why would you go and ask those? Inferior Rabbanan, if you like, in the south for a question. So in terms of the Rabbanan, you know, Shari, and now he's saying, in Rabbanan, Dramai, you know, the Shan, the Inun Asrin. In other words, he, what's he saying? He's saying, uh, one minute. The odd, the Harabotin Rabchaim says, Rabbanan, Shabbat Mati Rim. We know for, for a fact, in other words, don't be confused because you know for a fact that the, that the, the Rabbanan of the south that were Matir. Why? Meaning, it's important to understand here that seems to be, we'll see in a minute, importantly, after the, fir- the first rechitza after the funeral. You'll see why this is important. And it says there was a different minhagim whether they would do rechitza or not. The grass has a different gears here. However, Ubedarom in the south, they were no hit to do rechitza. So Amr Yosser Barbun, Mishu who matir et rechitza azot oser tak etchila v'shtiya. He was matir this rechitza, I mean the Rabbanan of the south. They treat it like eating and drinking. 
So if we hear we have a Ramban, it's beautiful. The Rosh Tzuruh explains as follows. The Katav Ramban, if you have it. It's a wonderful aberration on the Rishami. Hatam shi'o noagim krobim mamavrim lachitz pavilim kodam avraha. The Suda Avra is a meal they give Avraham after the first, after the, uh, after the, after the, after the burial, and they also had a minhag to wash Avraham as well. Why Lafisha Asuato? They treated like a chilavishtia, meaning an assassin. It's a great need. They need to eat. They need a drink, and they needed to wash according to this. Because they had to remove whatever that zohama, that literally filth, but was something something related to the, the dead. Some other. Uh, Let's call it metaphor, like, sort of, as it were, some sort of filth that to remove from them uh, after the Leviah. So, in other words, it seemed to be that Rechitza, for whatever reason, was a necessity like food and drink, and it wasn't like a pleasurable washing that they had. Okay, so we've got a Ramban now. Hada de Tema Rechitza Shotanu, Gabar Rechitza Sheno Shotana Gmuta. So, the Isur of Rechitza is back on the Mishnah, is that of one of that is pleasurable, but a Rechitza that's not pleasurable is Mutar. Kahada de Shmuel. The case of Shmuel, Bar Abbas, Alu Bachatatin, he got some uh, chatatin, like blisters on it. Atun Shalom, they came to Rabbi Yasi, and he asked, Mahu can I wash? And now, what's interesting here, the fact that he asked to wash. Now, I'm going to look at Rabbi Chaim, who quotes a girsa of the Rashba here. So we've got another Rishon, it's a wonderful day. It says, So he asked, um, here's a few inserted words, What is the context of the question? If it was that it was life-threatening, in if he was asking, I feel a bit of I feel Yom Kippur. Even the Shabbat Yom Kippur, a person can wash. It must be And the way the Reb Chaim explains it is, if it was Mishum Sakana, then they wouldn't have, it wouldn't have been asked the question. It must mean it wasn't Mishum Sakana, it was Mishum Rafua. Just a Rafua. Mashma what? The fact that he asked a question and he was allowed to wash, must mean it's a proof. Uh, I'll read the next Reb Chaim. He says you can wash. This is a proof that since it's not a bathing of pleasure, then it's mutar. That's the, that's the proof that came out from that thing with a bit of a shingle years ago. Okay. They saw him bathing. They weren't sure. Im maybe he was a Balkari, and a Balkari um, is not allowed to. Uh, uh, his issues. Uh, uh, um, the time, one second. Mercurio, who says this? I saw this elsewhere. Can't remember now. In other words, was it to rid himself of Tuma? or loyadana im or maybe it was just to cool himself down. In other words, was it because it was a necessity mishum Tuma to carry, or maybe it was because it was cold? And he holds that bathing in cold is not a rechitz of Tanug and therefore was muta. But they didn't know why he did it, so they can't be much of anything on Hala. Hori Rebaka Kahintanya. So he taught, he, he taught like this brighter. And Hori Rav Acha Babamina Der. So what's Makahintanya? I didn't explain that to you. Hanitatanya. Meaning the Rosh Sirilio says, avel So he, he was he was teach that he, he taught like a mission, if you like, that the Avel is not allowed to wash. Hori Ravacha, Babamin Haderech. So Ravacha says, Babamin Haderech. Some comes someone who's traveling, his feet are uh, uh, weak. wash his feet again. This is not a chitzah shaltanu. Next, Tani Avel Umunuda Shamahalchim Haderech. They're walking on the way. They allowed to mutarim in the sandal 
they're allowed to wear shoes, even though they're not allowed to do that. So normally, because a manuda, someone is excommunicated, same dinim as an avil, there's kishiyavo elair, but once he gets to the city, you have to remove them. As well, it would be the same case if someone's walking in the boat and the road, they're allowed to be in that sandal for that purpose. Okay. Um, and the Rukhaim explains because because on the road there's stones and thorns, and that's sort of Tanov. Next, Tani, when it's a practice, do shilat shalom. Normally you can do not cannot do shilat shalom, you cannot greet to a, an avil. But on Shabbos, you're allowed to, and it was a practice in the Drom to do so. So, meaning Shabbos and Avela. Rabbi Shah Ruba, Azala Khadato, went to some to one particular place, Fahazi Avela Bishupta. He saw an avalanche, um, he saw an avalanche on Shabbos, Fashail Bun, and he shall Bishlomam. Amalun, Amalun, Ani, Eniodea. He said to him, Eniodea Minham Kochem, I don't know what your mark, what your minhag is. Ella, Shalom Alechem Kimilham Kokomenu. Right, rather, I'm saying Shalom Aleichem like the meaning of our practice, uh, of, of our practice, which is an interesting thing. Anyway, Rabbi Yossi Bar Chalaf to Meshabach Rabbi Yossi Bar Chalaf to praise the greatness of Rabbi Meir, before the people of Tzipori. Adam Gadol, Adam Kadosh, Adam Tzanua, he's such a great person. Chadazman, what happened? Chama Aveli Beshubta, Beshabuhun. What happens is he's, uh, Rabbi Meir saw an Avel and he greeted him. So Amrilay, a hand at Mani Shabchaya. This is a person you told is so great. What's he doing? Greeting an avil. So Amar Lahu Ma'iske, what did he do? Amrili Chamei Avil Beshub the Veshalbon. He saw an avil on Shabbos and he greeted him. He said Shalom Aleichem. Amar Lahun Bain Atu Maidem Ma'chayla. You have no idea. You have to understand what is his koach, what is Baloedir, what is trying to teach Baloedir Chem She'ein Avil Beshabbos. He's trying to teach you. You and don't understand. You people have thought that avil is Noheg on Shabbos. By him greeting, he was trying to teach you that Avelut is not Noheg Shabbos. How did he do That's exactly like it's taught, taught in the Torah. It says, In other words, Bracha Hashem is enriches. What's that mean? Zubichat Shabbos, that's referring to Shabbos. In other words, it seems to hear, then override any Atzvut. What's Atzvut? What's the sadness here? That's referred to Avelut. How do we know that's referring to Avelut? He was sad and meaning he was Avel about his son. Okay, let's continue. Next halacha, when Tavi Avdo, Tavi, his servant, passed away, meaning he went through the Shura and people said, I'm not going to but once again, didn't you teach us you're not meant to accept um, except tanhumim, uh, you're not accept uh, words of uh, comfort or a loss of an evan. So Amalami said to him, Ain Tavi Abdi Keshavadim Kasherhaya. And Tavi Abdi is not like any in, like a normal uh, servant, he's Kasher, is a Tamachacham, and we'll try and in tomorrow's stuff in the beginning. We will begin, we'll try and understand what that justification was and how that is a justification in the Kabbalah Okay?